0: Dr. Michelotti of Helena Orthopedic Clinic grew up in Butte. My next-door neighbor in Butte was the trainer for Butte High School. And so pretty much from third grade on, I was in the Butte High training room and that had a lot of influence on me. We get to care for people with everything from ankle fractures to hip fractures in older folks, elbow fractures or injuries in little kids. Most people come to you with a problem that most of the time we can fix. Hopefully we've made their lives a little bit better. Helena Orthopedic Clinic, now taking appointments at their new location in Butte. Today's bonus episode of the ButteCast is brought to you by Park Street Liquors. If you're looking for it, Park Street Liquors has it. Stop by and see Tom and the crew today. They can assist with your corporate event or wedding by helping create and plan your wine and spirits menu. They can also point you to the finest whiskeys, regional spirits, or the latest RTDs. Park Street Liquors. Call 406-782-6278 or stop by at 133 West Park Street. Make your story legendary. Now... Let's get this thing started. Welcome to this bonus episode of the ButteCast with Bill Foley. <laughs> Listen in as my dad reads his column, tap Light. Woo-hoo! It's a column that might make you laugh and might make you cry. It even might make you mad, but it will always be from the heart. Amen. Now here's my dad. Bill Foley. When it came to dogs, nobody said it better than George Carlin. Actually, nobody said it better than George when it came to any subject, but he really nailed it when it came to our four-legged friends. Life, Carlin said is a series of dogs. It is so incredibly sad that dogs live relatively short lives. Really, though, that might be the greatest gift our best friends give us. By only living so long, dogs make sure that we get to welcome more dogs into our lives. If my old pal Sadie lived to be older than 13, I never would have met Bandit. I don't want to know a life in which I didn't know that sweet English setter devoid of any mean bones in her entire body. For eleven and a half years, Bandit was my best friend. She was by my side as much as she could possibly be by my side. Last Sunday, Bandit walked around Big Butte with me and our little pal Boogie, like we did almost every day of her life. The next morning, she couldn't use her legs, so we had to say goodbye. While I know this series of dogs will continue in my life sometime soon, it will take some time to recover from the heartache I am feeling now. Writing the following column certainly helped quite a bit. I'm trying to focus on the 4,217 days that Bandit made life better instead of the sad days since she crossed that bridge. Today's column is about Bandit, the nicest, smartest, and most beautiful dog I ever knew. You can read it for yourself at Butecast.com. Tapper Light, saying goodbye to my best friend. The toughest part is going home. For 4,217 days, returning to my house meant that I would be welcomed home by my best friend Bandit. She was a purebred English setter, and I knew she would be standing on my front porch to greet me. She was black and white with black spots covering both of her eyes. It looked like she was wearing a Bandit's mask, and she was the most beautiful dog I ever laid my eyes on. She was also the smartest. No matter the weather, that beautiful pooch would be outside waiting for me. She wouldn't just wag her tail when I got home. She would wag her entire body. All four feet would shuffle as I walked through the gate. She would jump up and down as I punched in the door code before zooming in and around the house. Nothing could beat the feeling of that welcome home. Nothing. The rest of the world could hate me, but Bandit was there to offer unconditional love. That welcome occurred almost every day for 11 years, 6 months, and 16 days from May 5, 2012 until November 20, 2023. Those were the best 4,217 days of my life. I got Bandit from Nick, a friend and co-worker at the Montana Standard. Nick had her mother, and he sold all of Bandit's siblings. He thought about keeping Bandit after a sale to someone else fell through, but he decided to send her home with me because he didn't have the time to dedicate to two dogs. Plus, he knew I was heartbroken by the recent death of my pal Sadie about six weeks earlier. Bandit was 14 weeks old when I took her home for the first time. It was late at night, and all three kids stayed up because they knew I was coming home with a surprise around midnight. The girls, then eight and two, loved Bandit immediately. The boy, four, was sad because she wasn't a toy. He was so mad that he wanted to change her name given by Nick to Cat Poop. Grady quickly learned to love Bandit, though, and that feeling was immediately mutual. Bandit loved everyone in the family, but she was obsessed with me. Before I took her home, Nick told me I would be blown away by how quickly Bandit would get attached to me. I grew up with dogs, and I had a special bond with each of them, so I figured I already knew what Nick meant. Boy, was I ever wrong. The love from Bandit was like nothing I have ever seen before. She was my dog, and she followed me everywhere I went. If I was sitting at my computer, Bannett was at my feet. If I was on the couch, she was laying nearby. If I was in the bathroom, so was Bannett. When she was four, my oldest daughter decided she wanted a lap dog. Her reasoning was that Bannett was too dedicated to me. She wanted a dog who had that much devotion to her. So, in August of 2016, we took the family to Lagoon for a short vacation. Then we swung down to Sandy, Utah to pick up Boogie, a shih Tzu Lhasa Opsa, my daughter fell in love with over a picture on the internet. We had to take Bandit to Logan's Run outside of Anaconda for five days as we made the trip. When I went to pick her up, the worker there told me that Bandit just moped around for five days. Then he opened the door to let Bandit into the room, and she started jumping all over me like Dino attacking Fred Flintstone after work. She must have thought she would never see me again. The guy in charge of the kennel told me that he never saw a dog love his owner so much. Bandit went running with me the first morning after I took her home, and she loved it. We went running all the time. She helped me train for two marathons. When we weren't running, we were walking around Big Butte. She would often stray so far away from me that I would sit on top of the mountain and wait for her to catch up with me. Sometimes, I would have to wait for an hour. When Boogie started going with us for walks, though, Bandit started to stay close by. I think she was looking out for the little guy. It's hard to imagine another dog putting up with Boogie a classic little dog who thinks he runs the house. He would often chase Bandit to her bed so he could try to get all the attention. But Bandit didn't have a mean bone in her body. Instead of eating Boogie, she just put up with him. One time, Bandit accidentally caught a bird and she immediately dropped it out of her mouth. She wanted to look at it, not kill it. When she finally got face-to-face with her old nemesis, the cat across the street, she just looked, sniffed, and wagged her tail as the cat arched its back and got ready to strike. Bandit never even thought about striking. I didn't know it was going to be Bandit's last walk when we went around Big Butte on Sunday, November 19th. Bandit was happy, and she seemed healthy. Sure, she wasn't as fast as she used to be, and she needed help in and out of the cab of my truck, but she still chased birds and squirrels as we made our way around the mountain. She was happy when we came home, and she slept in her bed right next to me, like she always did. The next morning, though, she couldn't get up. She peed right where she was laying on the floor. We knew what that meant. I didn't want Bandit to suffer, so I carried her to the truck to take her to Highlands Veterinary Hospital. The two youngest kids were in school, and the oldest was at the University of Montana in Missoula. We called our daughter to tell her that we had to put Bandit down, and we had to do it right away. She cried and protested because she wanted to come home in time to say goodbye. When Bandit heard Delaney's voice, she stood up. It is almost as if she said she wanted to say goodbye too. So we took Bannett home for a while. She tried to rally, but she couldn't walk. I laid on the floor for hours, petting her and talking to her. Boogie seemed to know something was up, and he let her have all the attention. Delaney came home, and we took Bannett back down to the vet that afternoon. The rest of the family met us there, and we all got down on the floor with Bannett. She crossed the bridge with the family members she loved so much, all petting her. A few seconds before she fell asleep for the final time, Bandit reached her head up and licked me on the face. It was peaceful and beautiful, but it was also heartbreaking. I've had to put dogs down before, and it always hurts. This time, though, it seemed worse. Bandit is the best dog I've ever even heard of. I worked mostly from home all of her life, and I spent more time with her than any person. It is no stretch to say that I will miss her for the rest of my life. People have told me that she will live forever in my heart, and that is true. I can feel her in there now. She is holding all the broken pieces together. The pain of losing her is so real. It is a pain that we sign up for when we welcome dogs into our lives. We know one day our heart will ache, but we know it will be worth it. While I might be the saddest guy in town today, for 4,217 days, Bandit made sure I was the happiest. So, like in Maggie's song by Chris Stapleton, I told Bannett she was a good dog, and I told her goodbye. I also told her thank you for the joy she brought to all of our lives. I just hope I made her life half as happy as she always made me when she welcomed me home.